What's going on? What's good, my man? Oh, man. So another week. God is good, you know? Let me make sure I got this all right. Yeah. Yeah, man. How was your week, man? I was um good Labor Day week. Good chance to get some rest. How about you? That was good, man. I went to uh, Florida State Notre Dame game. It was lit. Oh man, it was amazing. But uh, but yeah, it was dope, man. Um, full house. I think it was like eighty thousand in there, man. And um, felt good to get out, man. You know, um, same good. The normal seater. Oh, a lot. Oh man, it it was like two thousand and eighteen, man. It was. And I remember when uh, we was going in line, and. You know, I was I was bold with it, man. I was like, yeah, 
no mask. Like, I'm going to rock with it, you know? So I was with my son. Man, we start uh, getting close to the ticket place, and it's just packed, man. I put that mask on so fast, man. I was like, nah, man, I'm cool. Somebody got the COVID up in this bug, and this little pat. But, um, but yeah, man, it was fun, man. Then we went into the game. Um, this is my second uh, Florida State game, so I, I totally enjoyed it, man. Um, they were down, and they put this other quarterback in. He's the fifth-year senior, and he brought him back. And, uh, man, the crowd was going crazy. And then they had uh, a couple of veterans in there that came through. Um, you know, they had the, they flew the Jets over there, and then the crowd gave them a stand ovation. And it was it was a nice time, man. I enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to go to another game sometime soon. Okay. Yeah, I was watching on TV, man. It, it definitely looked like it was packed. Looked like a good time. I saw the hands were – the hands were going. Yeah, man, my son was set tripping, man. I was like, man, I had to remind him, like, you know you're from Pittsburgh, right? It's <laughs> supposed to be Pitt, Penn State fans, but he was out there embracing it, man. It was really enjoyable, man. Um, Yeah, man, nobody had a mask on. That was interesting. Mm. That's freedom in Florida, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, now apparently some, some people weren't happy about the decision making they they lost the game right yeah they lost the game um what happened in, in overtime uh the dude missed the field goal man that's what it was mm-hmm. they froze him they froze him man he, he made the field goal when they called the timeout then you know he had a couple couple minutes to think about it and he missed it then the other guy you know another name went down there and, and kicked it but one thing i learned about football I think um, Bobby Bowden said that because they, they actually gave him a tribute to the game as well. But it's like uh, the first game usually is where all the mistakes are made. You know what I mean? Right. So that's where you see the most upsets you know, because they're like doing full starts and different things like that. So I definitely saw a lot of that you know, with Notre Dame. Notre Dame did not impress me in this game. They had this one big dude. He was number. He was like number 87. He was 6'4". He was doing well in the first part of the game, but then they kind of shut him down. But um, if Notre Dame going to play like that next game, next I don't know who they play next, but they didn't impress me at all. I think they're like ranked number nine in the nation. Mm. Wow. You know what? You know what they say? They said uh, when you look at a race, horse race, first and second place is real close, but first place make all the money. You know they win by a nose. So um, I guess talent ain't that much of the difference. You know I think at the end it's just about discipline. You know, with the fundamentals and what what have you, but I was, I'm definitely going back to another game, man. Mm. So yeah. yeah, now um, I heard that the, I heard a lot of games were pretty lit, man. I, I think um the the Alabama ones should probably be good if anyone down there in Alabama watching, roll ten. Actually, man, I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to hit that up, man. I'm gonna try to go to that game. Um, Alabama play Tennessee. Mm. In uh, November, and they play uh, they play Auburn too. So I'm either I'm gonna pick one of them games. I'm gonna go down there and check it out. See what the hoop law is about, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, man. Here at Pitt, um, we got. I, I guess it was an expected win, but um, you know, Pitt came, did they thing? I don't know how they're gonna do for the rest of the year, but <laughs> yeah, they usually win about five games. You know, they they they, they upset a couple people. Six, buddy. Oh, they, they get a little cheap bowl game. Did they did they get a bowl game last year? Pinstripe bowl. Yeah. 
Uh, cotton. They ain't going to get the cotton, huh? That's a, it's a different year. You know, there's actually, like you said, there's people in the stadiums. You ain't looking at little cardboard cutouts, all of that stuff. Um, you know, so it, it don't seem like it's practice, glorified practice. So I'm pretty sure the athletes are happy, but, you know, there's a lot that's going to come with it. So it should be an interesting season. Yeah, so you was at the uh, little high school game. Didn't you go to one, uh, your son's game? How did that go? Yeah, well, it, it was incredible, you know. And at, at that game, I mean, there were a lot of people there. Um, wasn't too much of a – it wasn't a humid night or anything up here in Pittsburgh. You get that one time a year. Well, maybe twice. It's like in April to May, that's where you get the best weather. And then, like, from – you know, end of August going into September. That's where you, you usually get the favorable weather. It's not too hot, not too cold. You can just enjoy yourself. So, mm. yeah. what was the score? What did they win? Uh they 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 gave up a valiant effort. You hear me? I'm um, saying all the different things to not say was so. No, no, they didn't win, but they won. What was the score? Uh, I don't know the exact score. Let's look it up. <laughs> yeah, well, um, <laughs> my, my internet's not working. <laughs> they saw you said it sounded like they got beat on her. <laughs> it was a learning experience. Mm. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll leave it alone. I see it's uh, must be a little touchy subject, but I like how you, you found the positives. And uh, he's like, the environment is sunny outside, and uh, the weather was good. And- Oh man, the nachos was it wasn't a stale this time. <laughs> I see you out here. <laughs> yeah, man. So just uh, got in a car accident. Yeah, we were like, like, man, but good, good glory, God, I had my seatbelt on, and um, you know, thankful that I can still see the mirror, and uh, you know, you gotta give thanks. I always look at the positive side. Mm, okay. Yeah, but I do gotta give it up for a lot of these high school teams. They they did um. Some good work, Bishop Sycamore. We see you out there. Okay. Yeah. So who who do they play next week? Your uh, school. Um, it's a. I don't even remember. I think it's Shaler or something. But I'll have okay. to I'll, I'll have to check it out. But I'm I'm putting a guarantee out there for the W. Okay. Now we got a great show today, man. Um. First off, we want to shout out to our sponsors at first because usually we do at the uh, end of the show. But if you're uh, watching us right now on Facebook, go to YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, also hit that notification bell. You know, we're actually increasing our our uh, subscribers, man. Yeah, man. Thanks to Will, he out there putting them videos out like it's, like it's nothing, man. Man, you got to check out his videos, man. We might have to play one of them things, man. He is getting so much love and support on, on uh, YouTube. So, man, I got to give you another shout-out, man. Go ahead, man. Yeah, but but also, um, you know, Ron out here with the amazing, you know, editing skill. This this guy, see, I, I, I hate to put it out there, you know, but they could, he probably going to be making movies soon, so. Watch what it. is this? What is this tennis, man? I just gave you a compliment. You gonna give it back, man? What, this, <laughs> what is this? I can't. I can't help it. You, you know, when you be in, in sales, you always gotta throw the throw the edification back. You know, but 
But yeah, no, man. No, man. It's all you, man. You out there dropping 50 points right now. Don't don't put it on me, man. It, it, you you putting out the quality videos out here, you know, Willie, William A. Thomas out here doing it. So I have to give you a shout out, man. You've been putting in work despite all the things you've been doing at, at your house and uh, with the kids and your wife and doing all that type of stuff. So I appreciate uh, you stepping up like that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we're gonna get into. It. We're gonna have a good show, man. We got a few. Uh, hopefully, we got a few uh, people calling, calling, ooh, calling in because they want to talk about Michael K. Williams. We're gonna give him a shout out, man. You know, he put in some good work on and off the screen. Um, but we're definitely gonna talk about that. Just uh, find that um, showrunner on there. But can you, can you do that for me? Um, yeah. So we're gonna definitely talk about that, man. And we're also gonna ask some questions, man. Um, it was obviously he died from a drug overdose. Uh, should the government butt in and you know uh, arrest the drug dealer? Mm. You know, um, or should we have the freedoms? Because that's what America's about, right? Should we have the freedom to do what we want to do? You know what I mean? So we want to we want to tap into that. And I'll give my views in a minute. You know, also, um, we want to talk about Akon. So if you're if you are familiar, if you if you African or whatever, if you're not, I want to I want to hear your thoughts on it. But uh Akon basically says rich people, rich and famous people go through more issues than the poor. And mm. we're, gonna, we're gonna jump into that. Is he being a hater? Did he come to America? Get the bag and forget where he came from. Mm. Is that what's going on? Or does he have a point? We're going to talk about that. Also, uh, if you want to talk about today, if, uh, Tasha K, which is one of the biggest uh, YouTubers right now, um, bloggers, she's uh, been putting people on blast for years and she's really blown up. I think she went over a million subscribers. Well, she's in a little bit of hot water right now. Um, is she going to go to jail over R. Kelly for exposing some private federal information? We'll get into that more in depth in a minute. Also, uh, you know, just throwing some stuff out there because we'd like to have this. This is the conversation that we usually have on the phone anyway. This is what we do. So we just open in the world to what we talk about. You know what I mean? Except for this. We won't talk about this. But allegedly <laughs> is it cheating when your partner goes to lunch with the opposite sex is that cheating when they when they know uh what your your wife liking her coffee mm. and, and he be like she's like i'm busy um you want to i'm about to make this mcdonald's run you want uh three sugars no creams how do you know girl is that cheating mm. Think about that. You know, coming do the workers going on huh? a burrito run? They know exactly whether you want the hot or the mild sauce. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh no, 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 no. She's allergic to onions. <laughs> I already know that. Don't don't forget the glucose free. Mm. On the on a uh, company picnic. So we're going to think about this. We're going to talk about that. All right. 
So we already we already discussed that right there. All right. Also for our uh, hip hop heads, what's your thought on Kanye's album? Was it the greatest of all times? Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time. Ain't nobody getting time. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Is it the greatest? Or was this one of his weakest projects that he had? I wanna we could talk about that as well. Now, was Drake's album better? Was Drake's album a RB album or was it a rap album? Is this all staged? This Kanye Drake beef. Yeah, some people want to know is this is this WWE we witnessing here? It's facts. So, right, real quick, we're gonna talk about our sponsors. Um while we while we are uh, thinking about it right now, but again, if you want us to give you a sponsor, man, um, just send a uh, cash app to us, and any any donation we do, we'll um, we'll actually promote your business for two weeks. All right. So uh, the first one we're going to talk about is uh, give you the floor on this one. Now, is there a website for this or no? For steps effect, you can actually find that on. Facebook and, and and that's for anyone you know if you're if your child needs any type of um enrichment any type of tutoring whether they're behind or whether you want them to move ahead because some people they want their um kid to be able to move ahead in the class be able to take AP classes things like that so you can get college credits or you know right now we know that a lot of kids last year a lot of kids weren't even able to go to school physically and got behind so this this is the time to catch up. So on Facebook, you can actually go onto their page at Steps of Faith Tutoring and Enrichment LLC and get information there. And so real quick, is it is this online? I mean, like, is it like uh, via Zoom or, or whatever, or is it like um, for those who physical. are well, for those who are in the Greater Pittsburgh area, they offer in person tutoring right over in the Moreauville Mall. Um, next to Macy's on the bottom level, I've actually been, pa- been past there a lot of times. And for those who are in the rest of the nation, you have the ability to be able to, or, or even in Pittsburgh, you can actually, um, enroll in online classes. Okay. Cause, uh, I know some kids, man, I'm thinking about my kids. Like, you know, you know, you got these agents out here, uh, coming after school and they studying and most of these kids got out there playing PlayStation or something like that. So I'm like, I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, I need to get some tutoring for my kids. So do you, can you put um, the site that's on Facebook? Can you put it up on the screen? Yeah. Yeah. Get that up there. Give me a second. Yeah. But yeah, that's um definitely needed, man. You know, uh, some extra tutoring here. But yeah, definitely. Uh, we're gonna check check this out, and you know, maybe pass it on once once he put it up on the screen. So, Steps of Faith Tutoring and Enrichment Services LLC. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Um, why you putting it up? I'll talk about this little Kanye album. Well, I'm gonna just um put it on the screen real quick. Okay. Got it up there.
Okay. So everybody could see it on there. Yeah. If you just look it up right on Facebook, they have a pretty nice page. Got some books there. They recently did a back to school program. And all you got to do is just click on the link to reach out and they'll be able to, um, I thought already, hey, let me just read like that. I'm not sure what happened, but whatever the case, um, pretty, pretty decent, um, program. The prices are right also. So definitely, um, you know, check that out. I mean, you're talking about only, um, starting at $35 an hour. Those who have, um, use tutoring services before probably noted that's pretty much nothing. And, um, they, they recently had a, a party for their kids who did their summer program, as you can see on the screen. So be sure to check it out. All right. So, um, we're going to usually, typically we don't drop the link that early, but we're going to drop the link real early right now. So, um, if you want to talk about one of these topics, um, one second. I got one caller calling in. I'm a, uh, give me a second. One moment. Yeah. So, but uh, let's get into it, man. Yeah. So. So earlier, um, he was following that uh, Tasha K uh, situation, wasn't he? Yeah, that that was kind of unexpected. <laughs> I didn't right, right. Come up, but um, matter of fact, I mean, we what we can do for real, uh, we can try to pull it up and talk about it a little bit. You know, um, we, we was actually watching that lead attorney. Shout out to him. Uh, he he uh, he was talking about it, man. Um, in the legal standpoint of what's going on. Now, uh, allegedly, well, no, it's not allegedly. Tasha K, she usually uh, breaks stories on social media. She, she's trying to, you know, she, she fights for women, what have you. So anyway, she got some information that was supposed to be in the court case of R. Kelly, correct? Right. Right. So she has someone that worked there give her that information. She actually um, basically exposed it on her social media with, you know, about, um, let's say, 300,000 people watching. And according to their law, it, it, he can probably uh, get off. You know, um, they could do a mistrial because of the information that she put out. Now, um, you want to elaborate on that, Will? Yeah, well, if that information being um, put out was supposed to possibly influence the other girl and you know what what she ends up thinking then it could end up being a mistrial because you're influencing the case you know behind the scenes typically and these type of things no one's really supposed to be talking or colluding or you know anything like that and I don't think that that's what um Tasha Kay's um purpose was I think that she was just trying to you know, she, she's one of them, what they call a tea site. You know, they give you the tea, they give you the gossip, they give you the news. And so she's looking to, you know, break it first. That, but you got to be careful with that stuff. You know, that's why you, you got to have a team of advisors 
you know, it's always good to have a lawyer. You know, a lot of people, you know, take this YouTube thing, you know, like it's a, a, a joke or a hobby, but you got to treat this like a business. Right. And any business owner, if you, if you own a business and you don't have a, a lawyer to regularly talk to, you're in trouble. You're, you're out there in um, water with a lot of sharks. So, right. right. And, and there was an influx of people from last year um, starting YouTube pages, and some of them really got really successful. But that's not her story. She's been doing it for a while. Um, and usually put, people put their the business in their, I mean, um, YouTube page in their name. So everything's in your name. Now, I don't doubt that she had an attorney. I'm pretty sure she had an attorney. The question is, because these YouTubers are getting so big to where, you know, they're getting Fortune, you know, Fortune 500 company money. You know what I mean? So if you look at like the other media outlets like CNN, Fox, uh, news, whatever news is out there, MSNBC, everything is filtered from the top. So when you when you see like, a, a you know, Don Lemon or uh, Tucker, Tucker Carson, right? They they uh, have information from the, their producers which go through their legal team beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, they have a legal team, and then it's all filtered through. So they're just reading off the prompter. But when you have uh, bloggers, which she was very successful. She uh, broke the story with uh, Jaguar Wright a couple, like, uh, maybe last year. Um, Jaguar Wright came out, and she started talking. She was from The Roots, if anybody familiar with her. She was uh, one of the first singers on The Roots. And she had a drug problem, went to jail, did all this stuff, but she came out and she started blasting everybody, like Common and, and um, all the stuff the behind the scenes. And Tasha came out and broke the story. She actually interviewed her family and different things like that. So she kind of shut her down. So she's really big on that. And right now she has over a million followers. So that's the question. And the other thing is, will the guy who, or the, the woman, it was, I believe it was a woman that was working at the, uh, in that uh, pro was it the the jail or something like that? Somewhere where she can have access to the court documents. And when she did it, when she broke the news, she wrote it. She read it verbatim. You know, so that might open up some doors when it comes to um, the defense team saying, "Hey, this it could be a mistrial." So obviously, if this didn't happen, everybody know that uh, you know um, R. Kelly would be under the jail. But this is like kind of a thing where if he obviously was going to lose this race, but he could just say, hey, my, my hamstring is hurting. We can't finish the race. And that would be a crazy mistake on Tasha Kay's part, especially on her movement of trying to, uh, you know, um, be for the victims. You know what I mean? It's a rookie mistake. And now, now just like you had said, that, that's why there are all these positions here, you know, um, from the CEO down to producer, down to the production person and all those different things. When you are that blogger, you're all of those people. Um, with the exception, you shouldn't be the legal team. But in most people, most people's cases, they are the legal team. Them and um, their associate, um, you know, legal um, person, which is Google. And a lot of times, you know, people aren't, they're not even making Google decisions. They're just saying whatever is on their mind. They're just running with these things. So that's why it's 
definitely important, you know, to, um, you know, try to research. If, if you're going to try to do the media thing, make sure that you know what you're doing. And she's been in the game. The reason I said a rookie mistake is because, um, you know, she's been in the game for a while, you know, so she should have knew better or she should have studied better. So hopefully it's a learning experience, but yeah, he may be able to declare a mistrial. Yo, if he get off that, that album going to be lit. If he get off, man, he better go where, um, go to the island where uh, Russell Simmons is. You know, Russell Simmons left America once Bill Cosby went in. He like, thank you for coming out. God bless for the night. <laughs> um, let's get our first caller on there um, real quick. All right, got you. Let's see. We got Keith on there. Hey, how you doing? I'm oh, doing good, man. How how's your Labor Day? Hey, man, it was fine, man. Uh, I was thinking about going to the beach, but you know, then the weather changed, <laughs> so we just, right. we just stuck around, chilled out, you know, ate some good food. Where are you where are you located? You uh, you in South or? So I'm in DC. Okay, I'm in uh, Washington D.C., so uh, I guess you consider that the self. You um, uh, yeah. what's the closest beach to you? Ah man, um, the closest beach. There's a I forget the name of it, but the beach that we usually go to is called Rehoboth Beach, mm-hmm. and you know that's like two hours away, two hours and some change away. And then there's you know Virginia Beach. That's another three hours. But there's another beach that I, we we don't go to. I forgot I forgot the name of it. I can't call it. But I, I never I've never been to it though. This is low. It's close. Okay, so that that uh, hurricane came through. Did it uh, touch down in your area? All the rain. And stuff it, 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 it didn't hit us hard. Um, not like areas like Philly, which I was very surprised. Um, um, the, and um, and New York, but we we weren't hurt like by by the uh, hurricane. We just got some rain, okay. but it wasn't as bad as the other places. Mm. So we were blessed. <laughs> That's good. Right, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Keith, you said you're in D.C. Have you ever been to Highland Beach? No, I haven't been there yet. You ever heard of it? I never heard of that. I never heard of it. Okay, it's a um, it's a historically um. I guess like a majority um, black beach. Um, so I think for over a hundred years, it's like 35 miles away. I mean, 35 minutes oh. from DC. Oh, okay. All right, man. I got to start, man. Going to the beach up here. I got to start going to back to those Caribbean beaches, man. Mm. Get some warm water. Up here is cold water. <laughs> you, say, you say Caribbean beaches. You are uh, you Caribbean? Yeah, yeah, I was born in Jamaica. Uh, well, I grew up here, but you know, whenever I uh, visit uh, Jamaica, go to the beach. It's like one of the best, best places uh, to go to the beach. You can see uh, through the water. You can see through the water. Water is warm. You don't got to dip your toe in it, and and, and um, take your time getting in. You just jump in. So I need. We're we gonna make a trip soon. Nice, nice. That's dope. Yeah. So um, we we trying to put some light on uh, Michael K. Williams, put some respect on his name. Um, obviously, it was a, a tragic event that just happened. Um, a lot of people dying from this uh, fentanyl. Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on it? 
Yeah, man, it's, it's really unfortunate, and tragic, and, and, and sudden. You know, I, I never, I didn't know that uh, Michael K. Williams had a, a drug, have a drug issue. You know, I, I became aware of him um, through the show The Wire um, as Omar. You know, everybody knows him as, as Omar. Omar coming, uh, but it's, it's it's unfortunate he lost his life to that uh, to that to, to drugs, allegedly drugged. Um, it's, it, the thing is, it's, it's, especially with celebrities, it's, it, it seems like a, uh, some type of pattern. You know, you look at some some other celebrities who are not actors, like uh, the young uh, young guy Juice World. He lost his life to drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, DMX recently lost his life to you know a habit as well. Uh, and um, now you have Michael Michael K Williams among others. You know, I, th- I think he was a rising star. You know, he was he's been in the business. From what I understand, for 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 years, but he just got you know noticed because of certain roles, like I said in about the wire. But you know, it's it's, it's sudden. You know, he was still a relatively a young guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had a lot more more uh, potential uh, and more to give. Uh, but you know, um, I, I wasn't aware that he had a, a drug issue. I was just doing some reading. Um, earlier today, and you know, apparently this has been going on for for a while. And I think certain roles, uh, kind of tr- uh, recent roles that he had, triggered uh, his uh, drug habit because he had to play uh, uh, at it. Um, but you know, man, you know, this is I think this is you know uh, some type of it's a symptom of a major and a larger issue. Uh, the celebrities that have a lot of access and they have a lot of people that don't say no uh, to them. And I think that contributes to the the death, especially uh, you know when you have things like was it? I think it was cocaine and fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. From what I read, yeah, yeah. So you know, cocaine is already a, that's a hard drug. That's a hard drug. It's it's a, it's a stimulant. Boosts your heart heart rate. You know, that's a hard drug. Is is something you know. That you know really makes an impact on the um, human um, uh, system, and also you know fentanyl. From what I understand, is very lethal. So those two, that that, that coupling and that combination of those two drugs, yeah, it's, it's going to take somebody out. But you know, when I guess when you're um, that addiction is something that he was really struggling with. Um, I just feel sorry for his family. Um, you know, just a life, another life cut short. He, it was, it's it's, it's, it's kind of ironic. He's a black male, and you know, he had all this uh, success and celebrity, and it's just like, you, you know, there's so much things that come at, at black males, whether whether it's the environment, or the, but you know, sometimes it's just like, man, the the, the self destruction. Well, <laughs> it's, um, it's crazy. So, what about for these? You you had said it's hitting a lot of celebrities, and a, a lot of them, you know, would be in a financially fit situation. They're doing well, um, and a lot of people would think that they're, you know, happy um, with the money that they have. Why why do you think it's hitting them so hard? Well, I think part of it they come into their celebrity um, with a habit. You know, uh, some people don't start with. Uh, doing drugs, uh, well, I believe I can't prove it, but just looking at the pattern, I think they already have a habit. And with the, with the drug culture uh, and the people that they're around, um, 
you know, it's hard. It's hard to get out of it. If, if people, if you got people, yes men and yes women around you, and they're supplying your habit, it, it's, it's going to be hard. It's, you're going to be hard hit. Um, no, if a person's not going to say no to you, uh, and they probably give you, and even if your dealer, your dealer probably give you free drugs because you are that celebrity, or or that or that guy, that girl. So you know, just the access, you know, is uh, you know. Uh, um, making making it making them being hit so hard, I think that that's one of uh, things uh, where you know the celebrity is almost like they're they're downfall in, in, in a way. In addition to you know their you know their habit, right? You know you know a lot of celebrities they you know uh, if they can if they if it's caught with an intervention they can go get some treatment. Um, some celebrities do that, but you know, lately it's just like, man, you know, a lot of celebrities been falling, right? and then they haven't been getting the treatment that they deserve. Um, uh, partly, you know, like I said earlier, you know, it's, you know, then you get the drug culture, especially through music. Drug culture has been there in Hollywood, and then you got you know people that say, that say always say yes, you know, yes men and yes women. So it's, it's you know, I, I kind of oh. feel. I feel so let, me, um, let me let me push back a little bit because you know, isn't this the uh the land of the free? Like all these uh, you know, our forces fight for our freedom to do what we want to do. You know what I mean? Well, technically, Oops, sorry, go ahead. So my my question is, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you think because they're they're actually looking for the drug dealer? Do you think the drug dealer should be charged, or do you think you want to, We should just put it on the person. If you want to do it, that's what you want to do. If you don't, you don't, because this is America. What do you think? Well, uh, I'll answer that question. Where you know the, the the right to do what you want to. Yeah, you got the right to do what you want to do, but you got the responsibility also. There's always consequences to everything. Um, the, the, it's in respect to the drug dealer. Drug dealer is selling illegal substances so it's just more highlighted that they're looking for the drug dealer now because you know michael k williams is a celebrity probably if that person wasn't if michael k williams wasn't a celebrity they probably wouldn't be looking for him uh but you know uh mr williams had the right to use that drug that is his body but you know at the same time he was using illegal he was using illegal drugs right and it's coming from a source and that that drug dealer is is uh, selling it to other people as well, who may experience the same thing that Michael K. Williams uh, experienced, right? Well, I mean, who could potentially experience they could they experience uh, death? So you know, hey, because it's it's, it's, it's a hyper-exposed situation, I think they are. Uh, they got some pressure on them to look for the uh, for the drug dealer, uh, but you know, you know. No, at the same time, you know, you know uh, those drugs, you know, cocaine and, and fentanyl, that those shouldn't be in anybody's hands. It's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit anybody, <laughs> even if you want to do it out of your own will. Well, you know the um, the you, I believe fentanyl is um, FDA approved, and I'm mm. and I'm I'm mentioning that because a lot of people make a. A big deal about that. They, they, you know, um, act as if just because it's FDA approved, then it must be good. Um, what, what do you think about that? 
Is it, so is, is FDA approved? Well, there's things in our shelves, in, in our cabinets, uh, that um, you know are approved to be in our cabinets and in, in our bathrooms, right? But we, you know, we don't use them out of perp out of their purpose, right? <laughs> so those things should be kept in, a, you know, something like a substance like fentanyl should be used within its purpose, right? So it shouldn't be, you know, uh, fentanyl shouldn't be a drug shouldn't be laced with uh, with fentanyl to increase the high, right? Especially with, with, with I think, with, especially with everything else that's going on with that uh, drug in, in the news. So whether it's FDA approved. Or not, it's used out of its purpose. Marco, we uh, Mark Loco, we see you in the uh, in the queue. Just give us one more second. Um, is there anything else you want to uh, comment on, uh, Keith? That we, we man, just, about? uh, thanks for letting me be on the uh, show, man. Uh, um, the, 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 the subject, you know, as far as the pattern of the, the celebrities passing away through, to uh. Mm -hmm from um, substances is, is something to be paid attention to. And I hope uh, people our age and younger people, uh, you know, take, take notice to it because you could, you could reach success. Uh, but there's always some uh, thing that can, you know, kinder our success or our, or, our, or our lives, you know, you know, to the point of, you know, whether it's life, life or death. So just be careful out there and really, you know, cherish, uh, get, get the help you need. If you need, if you need that type of help, especially with substances. Uh, before you go, before you go, uh, what do you think about Akon saying that rich and famous go through more issues than black? I mean, excuse me, than poor people. <laughs> I think I think that's a uh, that's a relative statement. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I, I I don't know what Akon is talking about because I didn't hear that story. Because, but the only thing I think of is more more money, more problems. That's all I can think about. <laughs> and probably taking care of a lot of people because of the money he makes. Uh, but um, if you don't have any money, if you're a poor person, it, life is hard, man. You don't got no resources. So it's kind of it's relative. So I can't say, um, as far as his comment, I, don't, I, don't, I think a, a, a rich person has way more options than a, than a poor person. Poor, poor person's options are limited. So you, Their don't world think, view. you don't think that huh? you don't you don't think that uh, rich people have more responsibility because they're the ones that have to pay the paychecks, they have to pay the taxes. If they don't do what they supposed to do, then that means you can't get paid. Mm. Um, people trying to sue you everything that you do. You don't think they have more issues than a, uh, you know, poor poor actually gets a little bit more help, don't you think? Really, yeah, really uh, when you're when you're, a, when you're poor, you don't even know you're poor until you see somebody else with something that you don't have, right? Growing up. When you when you're rich or you're well to do, you got you got options, you got responsibility. But when you when you are uh, when you when you poor, you got desperation, and there, there, there's right, problems so there. Let's, let's discuss right? this poor thing before you go, though, because there's, in my opinion, there's no poor people in, in, in um, America compared to these third world countries. Like, you know, if you go to Jamaica and Africa, if you're fat, you're not poor. They they think you're rich. Um, we have the welfare system here where the last two years we were able to uh, have went free for two years, uh, money coming in, food. Uh, you know, rich people don't have two cars. I mean, um, poor people don't have two cars. You get what I'm saying? Like, poor people don't yeah. have cars. Right, right, right. Right, right. So, 
All right, so there's, I'm thinking you're referring to hood rich. Uh, I think I probably put that word in your mouth, but there's different type of, uh, there's different type of poor, um, and there's different safety nets that America has compared to uh, other countries. Um, but there are some really poor, poor, poor people in, in America. There's people that don't have uh, the, the same uh, um, appliances, the wrong word, but the same things that we have. So everybody that we, we, we see as relatively you know, poor in America, you know, there's, there's, always, there's different classes of poor. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Uh, all I'm saying is that uh, everybody... We can't put everything on. We can't just use a big uh, one one uh, brush and just uh, make a broad stroke. They, um, but everybody, if if person's in need, they you need to give them the help. I think we as a society should, should give them the help. And America so does what, what, have poor people. So what's what's poor to you, like as far as like finances, like because if we look at the individual, every individual gets out of poverty. You know, when you're 16, you're probably making. Um, you know what? Ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars a year. By the time you hit thirty, you're gonna make more money. By the time you make, you turn fifty. So what? What are we? What are we talking about here? So I don't know exact, know the exact numbers, but you know, uh, most America, well, poor in America. If you're making thirty thousand dollars and below, and you you got you got a family of three, you're extremely poor. Well, that's There's different. People living like that. You have to look at the uh, the geography, though, because okay, if you're talking about California, yes, but if you're talking about Pittsburgh or somewhere like that, you know what I mean? There's certain right, areas right. that's got lower cost of living, correct? Yeah, there's certain areas with lower cost of living, right? Mm -hmm. But also uh, access as well to, to different resources. So if like if you go in places like Alabama, Mississippi. And you in places that don't have a lot of access to, to uh, resources, the community resources, resources, and you're making thirty thousand dollars a year, and you're a family of three or four. That's poor. Bro. Your money is stretched, right? You that I don't know how much that is a month, but it, that, that there's not enough money to go around. That's probably like two thousand dollars a month to feed if you got a family of four uh, to go around. That's poor. But, but that means are you talking about a single family? Because if you got two people working in a house, is that a single? If you if you if you got if you uh all right, if you got two people if say if it's one person is working mm -hmm. and that one person is uh the man is working supporting his wife and and two children that's a poor household they get that's they a get poor food. household but don't they get food mm -hmm. stamps they, get, they they they're eligible for food stamps they probably don't have to um reduce on their uh on their rent. They may they may or not depend on that state depends on that you know what the what the threshold is. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, I'm aware that, you know, if you're on public welfare, you can't hold more than $2,000 in your bank account <laughs> for certain, um, for certain programs. But if you, if you're, there's the working poor, which we were just discussing, right. Um, and, uh, there's a lot of people that fit in that criteria where they, they're working, working, working. They, they don't see me. They, they're, they're not moving. They, they can't get by the, uh, Best food for them for their family or themselves. They can't get into Hold on, the, the man. necessary Hold on, housing. Man. Hold on, man. Yeah. I, I just I just went to uh Publix, man, and I was in line waiting for my crab legs. And some some lady, it was a family next to me, and they were like, uh, "Oh man, I see you got your food stamps." Meanwhile, I don't have food stamps. I'm not against that, but 
could they could get crab legs with food stamps, man. What, what, what are we saying? They could get crab legs, shrimp. <laughs> this is a different type of sport now. <laughs> well, and then, and then, and then I, I get into an Escalade. They drove off, but I digress. <laughs> well, once again. That 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 might be an anecdotal uh, situation right there. That's that's a family that you that you saw, but everybody ain't existing like that. A lot of people ain't. They had, they had a tank top on with with the belly showing. What you think with the uh, with the uh, what you call them the Crocs and the and the, uh, the bonnet on the head. What do you what do you call that? <laughs> that that, that, that sounds like some Monique stuff right there. I ain't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you touching it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I try to have no no, no callers cussing in, but callers coming man. in and cussing. <laughs> I, I hear that, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Last thing, man. Did you listen to that Kanye album before you go? No, nah, I didn't. What well, I heard a snippet of it uh, on the radio, and one of the albums was uh, one of the, one of the tracks was uh, Donda, yeah. and from what I heard on the radio, all the all the tracks said was Donda. Donda, Donna. But other than that, I ain't hit the I ain't hit the album. I think no. from the the the, the 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 thought the sentiment that I heard was, you know, people were kind of uh they felt let down, but I ain't hear it. <laughs> hey, I feel you, man. I don't, I don't blame you for not listening to it, man, because uh you know as well as I do. I bet you when you was in college, man. So, you know, that, that Kanye was dope to me. That Kanye, <laughs> <laughs> that Kanye was dope. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. Is there anything um, last? Oh, before I go, Will, you want to say anything? Oh, no. I, I, I was just going to say earlier now, did you say you're from Jamaica? Yeah, I was born in Jamaica, but I grew up here. I came here when I was very young. Okay. From what you know, if someone is poor in Jamaica, do they usually stay poor? If someone is poor in Jamaica, do they usually stay poor if they come here? No, if they stay in Jamaica. Uh, I would say that there's way more of a class issue in Jamaica and there's way more barriers. Um, and the access to work, there's not as much opportunities as there is here in America. So I would say things are way harder. Um, the, the the industry in Jamaica is, is customer is is, is the, uh, what do you call it industry not customer service hospitality uh, industry and you know certain other inter- industries it's just it's just not as much opportunity in Jamaica as, as here. Okay, so that that poor person now you had alluded to it. They came to to here. Um, you're you're saying they would have a better opportunity to be able to to move up, right? If that if that person came here and they had the the the, the drive and and the, and and uh, goals to want to do better, they would do better. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just want to you know because we we got to keep that in mind that um even though there there are some system issues, there are some class issues here, but you know as far as um upward mobility, um we have something to where most people if they really have the drive. And they want it, they can be able to move at least some, you know, jump a couple, um, you know, thousand up. And right. um, they really want to work, you know, go farther. They they might have to team up with someone, but whatever. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think the opportunity is always there. It's just a matter of how bad people want it. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Okay. Well, we appreciate you, man. Thanks. Um, All right. Thank you, sir. All righty. Oh, man. We, we might have to um, put an intro. We, we, we got the return. Long, long time, you know, th this person, um, he, he, um, I heard that he walks on water and glows in the dark. Facts. <laughs> but we got, we got the infamous. Don't turn them on yet. We gotta get, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going, man. One. Yeah, man. Urban legend, man. Oh, man. I in the hood. He walks in the alley. Um, he, he lifts weights on the solar plane, like Professor X. He bent. 600 pounds, no spotter. <laughs> Squat a thousand. Oh, man. One time I saw him walking through the alley and he saw this old lady get jumped by these uh, five dudes and he beat him up by himself. He was in the Navy. Blindfolded. He swam across the Atlantic Ocean. Let's put him on. Let's go. More local. Oh, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> hello, hello, fellas. It's been quite a while since I've been yes. on this stream. What's cracking, man? What's cracking with you, man? Oh, nothing much, man. You know, just chilling, doing me. Just came back from the gym. I did a little bit of cardio. I see the trap, Zoids. Since the last time, we should put the uh, the picture from last time to now, man. We see your gains. Yeah, man. I ain't going a while. It's funny. When I don't go to the gym, I just get, like, sick. You know what I mean? But when I keep going... Repeatedly, I get cut. You know, the job is working me a little bit, so I have to cut back a little bit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's man. all good. Yeah, so what you do for Labor Day before we jump in on this? I had to work, man. Oh, you had to work? Yeah, of course. Okay. You know, holidays mean nothing to me, man. It's yeah. another day to me. Another day, another dollar, man. Are no, you going to take vacation, man? I know. I need to take one, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I never take them. I need to. You know, I just like peace and quiet and relaxation. Man. That's all I like, man. I like to just chill, play my little PS5, you know. All right, so for, the, so for the people out there, man, definitely check out Marco. Put put Marco's uh, stuff on the banner. Go right now. Go on YouTube. Marco's. Marloco. Marloco. I said Marco. Marco. Or you can look up my name, Marlon Avant. Look that up. Marlon Avant. Look check that up. Out, man. He gives yep. the real deal on relationships and, and um and get you back in shape, get you back in the gym. You want to talk about your uh, podcast a little bit before you jump in? Yeah, my podcast, you know, I talk about things that most people are afraid to talk about. Uh, you know, it's kind of more raw. Um, I don't have a lot of streams out there as of yet. Um, I have a lot I got to do, though. I'm really backed up. I'll be busy a lot. But I'll probably do one uh, either this week or next week. But my podcast is very interesting. You know, if you want to hear something that you normally don't hear, you want to hear the raw, you want to hear the truth, and come to my podcast. Many more to come. It's interesting. I said my podcast grabs people's attention. You know, I get real emotion and feeling into it, you know. And he, uh, I'm going to say what I got to say, whether people like it or not. What's that? You definitely talk about those beta, beta males. That's what he talked yeah, about. Yeah, man, that's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up soon. It's getting there. It's a slow process. It's getting there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Man. So, um, what you, you want to? Oh, go ahead. What, what, what was you recently talking about? Give us. What, I what, love talking about Shikari, man. 
Oh, man. I love Shikari, man. <laughs> I had to talk about her, man. When I seen her get smoked in that race, man, I, oh, man, I was cracking the hell up, man. And I wasn't wishing for her downfall or anything like that. I just thought it was comical because nobody expected that. She got smizzled, man. The Jamaicans left her behind, man. Like I said in my podcast, they left her behind like she had COVID, man. <laughs> I mean, then she had the nerve to talk trash on him, man. You can't do that. Came, you came in like eighth, ninth place, man. It was, you know, she she lost that race like she wasn't even a competitor, man. <laughs> and then she had that hair hat, and then you know you supposed to tie up that hair hat, and she had that hair hat flopping in the wind. It was like a parachute. Everybody else had their hair hats tied up except her, man. I guess she wanted the, the flop in the wind. It's it's you know, funny, man. It's, it's funny because uh, I was doing some research because I'm going to do a, a video about it. Um, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Flojo? Right. Yeah, I, uh, Flojo, man, she she used to wear stuff like that, like the long nails and stuff like that. I'm going to do a video about it. Uh, apparently in 1984, she they wouldn't let her um, do the relay because she had them long, curly nails. I can deal with the nails. Just the hair, man. That hair hat, man. You can see, you can see her. You can see the original row here just busting out through. The- <laughs> oh man, that's funny, man. I'm gonna have to rewatch your video because that was good. <laughs> he was talking. I said they're cracking it up. Um. So what you want? What you want to touch on, man? Um. You got the floor. One second, my mic went out real quick. Hold on. Damn it! I got this new mic thing. Hold on. What One up, Aston? No, no problem. What up, Aston, man? That dude's a businessman. He's a no. He he's in the business, man. He's the business, man. He's yeah, done. shout out to Aston, man. Where you at? Y'all hear me? That man. Yeah, we are. Yeah, this darn headset, man. I can't stand these darn things. Oh, he's good, man. But uh, back to Aston, man. Aston's dope, man. I see Will about to say something. Oh man, what that that guy he he down there in um Texas over there lighting it up. He he left California. He fled. Mm. He got tired of um them taking his money. He said, "I'm gonna take my talents over to the land of the free, where That's I can make fact. money." That's a whole fact, not but the facts. Yeah. You you Hold uh. On. But, but yeah, you know, hopefully um, we get him on a show, um, you know, in the future so he could spit some nuggets about, um, you know, um, getting getting funding. He's helped a lot of people to be able to get funding for your businesses. Actually, we'll have an interview um, coming out, you know, that I had actually did with him pretty soon. That's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah, so what you think about, uh, Will, what you think about the Acon situation? Yeah, you said about the Acon. Well, yeah, what he's saying. I agree with what he's saying. You know, um, we we heard, it, you know, it's so funny. Everybody was singing the song "Mo Money Mo Problems." Nobody had a problem with the song, but mm-hmm. you know, it, that's what's true. Yeah, the fact of the matter is, when you're, you are the provider. You're the check for all these people. Imagine, like a lot of people, they're trying to provide for just themselves. Imagine if you were trying to provide for five, just five people, not five people, five families. So that's like 25 people. You know, you're 
you, you're in charge of whether they get to eat or not. That's big time stuff there. Hold on, man. But you're, you're defending Acorn. You know, Acorn said uh, black people shouldn't um, care about slavery and uh, reparations anymore. You, you know, he said that, right? Well, I don't know why he said it. I do think that um, we may be owed it. But, I, you know, if he's saying we shouldn't focus our time on it, then I probably agree. Because you're going to. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Yeah. What do you say? Ain't nobody say that again? Getting time for that. No, what, what did you say? Say that again? Uh, we, ain't, we can't put the time into it. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time. Ain't nobody getting time. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Ain't nobody getting time for that. Yeah. All right. Um, you know he did a song with uh what's that that snitch uh six nine. Uh, Is he about self? Uh, you know, I I don't know. He he has some stuff to say about it. I um saw a, a snippet on the interview, but um I don't know because it, it it seems like he wants to do for the people. Like he's creating the, I think he has a cryptocurrency. Um, he he's building things in Africa. So. Do you think he's like that because he's not American born? He's he's from uh you know uh country in Africa. You think that's the reason why he's like that? Well, like what? How would you say he is? I would say he is uh not sympathetic to the black struggle. Oh yeah. I think that uh, you can't uh, relate. Yeah. A, a lot of um, you know, people, you know, come from over there to here. They, uh, unless they grow up young here, they can't relate because they've seen um, a lot of worse things. They, you know, they're they're looking at. Remember, Boko Haram was kidnapping the girls. You know, they're they're worried about that stuff. You go to school, and you got to worry about people running there with guns. That's the type of problems they're talking about. You know, so I I can I can feel him. That's but you're saying Africa, you know, there's like 54 countries in Africa. That's probably just one area. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one area, but one one common thing that's going on is number one, most of those um countries in Africa they're um adhering to some type of higher leadership, and, and sometimes that influence is not from Africa, sometimes it's from somewhere else. You know, so there, there's um, there's a lot of struggle going on over there, and a lot of times, um, you know, the people they might have drive, and it's going to be harder to be able to come up. They're they're bringing that same drive that you know the person who might have been walking five miles for water, they come over here and um, look at us with the water fountain is down sign. They're like, like, you know, the cities in that um, Africa, some parts of Africa, man. What, what are we talking about, man? There's cities, there's cities in lots of Africa. Africa. You saying they walking for water and all this, man? What, you you watching the um, PBS special or something, man? <laughs> what, what are we doing here, man? I I know that a lot of um countries. In have Africa, you been over there? I haven't been, but you know I've found. So you stereotyping? All right, so we're going to get Marley back on. 
Um, I'm just messing with you, man. I'm just messing. I'm having a little fun. <laughs> Marloka, Mar- you back? Yeah, sorry about that, man. I got I had a change in my headset, man. That's all right. Yeah, the technical difficulties, man. No, how that go? But yeah, I called it, man. Um, now I don't oh, want to talk quick, about real quick. Uh, Swanee just got off. Just get back on if you can. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but go ahead. I just want to talk about uh, Michael K. Williams. Okay. I don't know if you talked about him already, but uh. It was such a tragedy. I I, I kind I liked him though, man. He's one of, he's one of the uh, celebrities that I really liked. You know what I mean? Um, there's a research. I didn't know he, he's 54 years old, man. He, you know they finally did his apartment. I think his nephew found him, and uh, they found yeah. some hair on next to him. He had some of that hair on next to him. It sounded like he was he was really getting it in, man. Yeah, he was he was really getting it in. And I never knew that before. He wanted to be an actor, man. He you know he you know he had wanted to be a dancer. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. No, he wanted to be a dancer, and I, and I know he got that slash on his face on his on his birthday. I think it was twenty fifth birthday. He got the he got the slash on his face, man. Somebody cut him with a razor, mm. and uh, ever since he had that razor cut, he always gets these gangster roles because that razor <laughs> pretty much man. set the tone. You know, he always getting gangster roles. You know what I mean? Because he got that face now. Wow, man. You know what what's I mean? your What's yeah. your favorite um movie or I like The Wire? Know, the Wire. Every- that's that's mine too, man. He he played that role to a T. I, I'm scared, man. That will bring him out. That will bring him out. That wire, man. That wire will bring him out, man. Because I never knew he played in over ninety films, man. Can you believe that? Never saw it. Wow. Over ninety films, whether it was small clips or not. You know, he's from he's from New York. I think he's from like Brooklyn, whatever. Mm. And uh, he played in over ninety films, man. Mm. Um, but but I, I liked him because when you looked at him, it, it, it's kind of like. You seen the struggle on his face. Yeah. You know what I mean? I follow like I can relate to him, man. It's like you, you seen the struggle with you. The struggle you felt like he went through what the average black man in America could have went through. You know, he had troubles and everything, man. He went to theater school. You know, he was in trouble. He's getting in trouble first, then he went into uh theater school. And then you know he was chopping down uh so, what's the name? Uh Lathan Lathan, what's your name? Lathan or whatever. So not Lathan? So th- oh yeah, he was chopping her down, man. Really? Yeah, you know, he's messing with her. Wow. Yeah, Man, I think it was like 2015 or something like that. I, I he was chopping he, her down. I know he was um big on um prison reform. I think uh, Yeah. I don't know if you checked that out, but I think it was they're they're thinking about um putting some of his honor now since he passed away, but he's been working pretty hard for, for the people. Yeah, um, I heard he was a good dude. He said he was a kind dude, he said he was a good dude. Yeah, I, and I saw uh, it. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I look at my, he, you know, he's he's his net worth was like five million. He's worth like about five million. Um, but supposedly he's supposed to be straight. Yeah, oh, he played that, that role so that good. Gay shit, he played that gay role kind of good, there, man. And then in 2016, he participated in a in a, in a, in a, a gay like in a pride parade in San Francisco. So I always was like curious, like, are you bisexual on the low or? And then, you know he was doing them drugs, so you know how them drugs take you to the other other side. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm think, saying? Do you think uh, the guy who um, sold it to him? You think he should be charged? Yeah, yeah. He should get charged like any other drug dealer. This no, he's is a drug America. dealer. This is a true, true. Now if it's illegal, yeah, you gotta get charged. You know if they can catch him, he can. That's on him, man. You know, mm-hmm. when you're a drug dealer and you sell to your customers, you gotta make sure they survive. Mm. You know, you kill them. That's on you, man. It's all in the game, baby. 
And he messed up. <laughs> Yo, listen, this Kokiana mixed with fentanyl, this is just the beginning, man. He He's just one of the people that's going to die, man. It's a, there was like some comedians. I forgot the comedian's name. They all died from the same thing, man. You know what I mean? This, uh, people, there's a lot of celebrities doing drugs, man, but this fentanyl, that's, that's a whole nother, uh, another ball game, man. Yeah. That's going to take you up out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean? You don't know what's in it, man. Yeah. And then he yeah. been doing, you know how he got hooked on drugs, man? In 2012, he he got on, uh, I don't know if it's here, I don't know what type of drug it was, but he got on drugs playing a heroin addict in one of the movies, man. I forgot the name of the movie. Wow. Ain't that crazy? Real shit. He got on drugs while playing that role, being a heroin addict. I don't, I don't know about y'all, man. I want to say one thing about me, man. I'm afraid of drugs, man. I'm not trying no damn drugs, man. I grew up around fiends, and you did too, Ron. We right. seen I seen fiends every day. Right. And look, I I can't picture myself doing drugs because I'll be a good fiend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be too good at being a fiend. Tyrone Biggums wouldn't have nothing on me. <laughs> I'll be picking up cars, looking for that butter rock, all types of stuff, man. I'll be a Please man. No. I'll be the best God, Tyrone Biggums. No. I'll be legendary. So, you know, I just can't do it. Mm. But, you know, people like Michael Jackson, you know, when people are doing concerts and movies and all that stuff, it loosens them up. You know what I mean? You be nervous. You take that sniff. Ah! You know, that stuff leaves you. You know hey, what I mean? Man, what about but now obviously I am not a I never did drugs before. However, right. what's up? I mean, you can't live a little in the in the 20, you know, your 20s when your body can take it. Nah, your body man. can take yeah. it. No, nah, man, let me tell you, you, you can't, you can't get you can't get that ecstasy. Nah, because you'll be an addict. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can't you can try to fight it, you become an addict, man. That's gonna hey, do something to your brain when you got to have it. You got to have it. When you got Amen. to have it, that's it's, a like, it's like it's like biting in a peppermint patty, man. You... <laughs> it's more than a peppermint patty, man. That's gonna change your life forever. You willing to risk it all for that butter rock, for that coquillana, for that heroin, for that fentanyl? Hey. You know what I mean? It's hey, gonna in the end. <laughs> You're a kid. You need to live a little, man. Come on, man. Nah, man. <laughs> Rogan, he said the, the mushrooms help him to talk to the aliens. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Because I, them, them, them drugs ain't nothing but uh, witchcraft in a, in a powder form or a pill. You know what I mean? It ain't nothing but witchcraft, magic in a pill. So what do you think about It'll take you to the other plane. So here's the thing, though, because, like, again, I, I agree with what you're saying. But my views have changed when, as the older I got, because like far as um people getting locked up for it, I, in my opinion now, I just feel like it's on you. Like we are in the world of freedom, so if you want to kill yourself, go right ahead. Obviously, we we all have family members that uh you know it hurt us that they did it because they're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but if you stop one, if you stop this. One thing, then that's when they'll start stopping everything else. Like, so my thing is, if you want to do it, go right ahead. I didn't think like that before. Obviously, you know, I'm like, no, you gotta be locked up. It's illegal. Da 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 da. But now, the older I get, I'm like, you should have your freedom. So if you want to do what you're gonna do, do it. What you think about that? Well, that's the thing. 
they don't really care about you doing the damn drugs, man. Letting the damn drugs in here. But it's simple fact what you're doing to get the drugs. It's a chain effect. You got people killing, robbing, tricking, spreading diseases. It, it, it's what it makes you do to get the drug. But what if you, you know, hurting your because you know rich people doing it? Yeah, yeah. You know. Um and then you got people. He, he was rich. He was rich, right? Yeah, he had some cheddar cheese. Five million worth. Yeah. He... Yeah, five million worth. You know, he was getting it in. He was in the penthouse when they found him. Exactly. Yeah, he was. He was... He had it all. He had heroin, fentanyl. He was getting it in, man. It was only a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? It was only a matter of time, and his time was up. You know, when you're doing them drugs, you know, you never know when it's when you're gonna check out, man. You might have that big heart attack, that overdose. You never know. It's like looks like Whitney Houston. You know, her time was up. She's been doing drugs forever, man. Her time was she up. She ain't do crack. She did coke. Get it right. Now, I look, think she did. I think she did crack and coke. Let me get your opinion. She's looking like a crack fiend. <laughs> now I know what a crackhead look like. Good. Now the research is saying that women tend to use smaller amounts. We're we're talking about heroin, smaller amounts for less time, and are less likely to inject it than men. Why? Why do you think that is? You know what? I mean, I, I have no uh, experience with that. Uh, with that statement, all I know is that women they get the tricking. To get that high, you know, the time frame, how much they use, I'm not familiar with it, but it's all the same to me. You know, I say I know women that have OD'd on heroin and drugs too. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter, they could they can take one, you know, one dose, two dose, three dose, it's all the same to me, right? You know, yeah. well, how much volume they use. But it, it looks like the, the men are basically overdoing it more like the men are dying at a higher rate and um even though none of us three are you know using those type of drugs it begs the question like why are the men doing the drugs at a higher rate than the women but what if the women get something different mm. you know what if what if you know what what if they're giving women a different type of drug you know they're giving these celebrities this hardcore stuff. you know what if they're giving us something to really just off them anyway you know you ever think about that you know, they, they probably gave them that on purpose. You know, these celebrities probably, you know, give them drugs to, you know, to keep them under control. They'll then, always need it. But then you have to think about it, too. If, if you're saying that, then usually a lot of this is recreational drugs, right? So the man would try to give the same way if you go to a bar, right? If you go to a bar, you, you, you try to buy a girl's drink to try to talk to them, loosen them up. So don't you think this is like in a, a social setting, Will? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that's. I don't. I don't think that women are doing drugs alone. So that that statistic doesn't make any sense, mm. in my opinion. I think it's a recreational thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Now, yeah. you know, it looked like uh, the way he died. He was doing it on his own. You know, some on pooky stuff. You know, but he had a lot of it. Supposedly, you got fentanyl. You got heroin. I mean, what the hell, man? He was mixing think, everything I up. Think, I don't think they. Here's the thing, though. I don't think I think um, the people who uh, mix it up, they're doing it. Like the people who's using it, don't know what's in there. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. They they wanted that pure white from uh, Scarface, but it ain't getting it <laughs> anymore. You know. They want that so, ultimate high, man. They want that ultimate high. Okay, I got cocaine. Okay, yeah, I feel good. <clears throat> you know. Then they well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try that. I mean, they get, get, they get but, crazy but with the, it, man. Because here's the thing with with DMX, like he somebody laced his stuff. 
when he was 14. Somebody laced it. That's why he became a crackhead. Yeah, I heard about that. That's that's messed up. He's a guy he trusted too. Somebody he really trusted made him a fiend. Yeah. But that's how it be though. That's how it be. That's messed up, man. He he was crying about it, man. Like dude, he, <clears throat> somebody I trusted got me on these drugs. That one hit mm. messed him up for life. That's Imagine what is. he could have been. I mean, that's how it is, man. I mean, it's it's more peer pressure. You know, it's more like. Like I said, social settings, it just in my opinion, you know, I don't have any uh, facts towards it. I know people that want to try drugs just because. Yeah. I mean, it's insane to me. I know people, especially kids, who want to take mollies and all that. They want to get high. Mm. And I'll be telling them, like, what the hell's wrong with you? If you're, Why if you you're listening, get high? If you're listening right now, you get high, man. Just come on here and tell us how it is, man. We ain't going to come after you, man. If you, if you do it. Or if you've done it before. Let me ask you a question. Marlon? Yeah. Well, don't answer this if it's going to get you in trouble, but have you ever used it before? I smoke weed. That's it. I know people around me that sniff coke. All right, so back you know let's get to this. This is the weed because I, I never really smoked weed before. How yeah, did that make weed. you How did that make you feel when you when you uh No, man, when high? I smoked that weed, people know I don't do drugs. This is, this is like many, many years ago, man. I was like 16 through 20 something. But when I smoke weed, people, they wanted to see me get high. They said, man, I can't wait to see you get high, man. I never seen you smoke weed. I smoked a joint. It was dumb. All I did made me get hungry. And I don't know what the hell was in it. It made my chin numb. I don't know what the hell was going on. My chin was numb. And I, I got the munchies a little bit. I, I realized, like, I don't know if my body just ain't meant for no, no weed. Drug. I was like, this is dumb, man. This ain't worth even smoking, man. Like, I, it just didn't do nothing for me. But I know people around me was sniffing that Kokiana. You know what I'm saying? They were sniffing that stuff, man. It was crazy. They had a big hey, ass you, you ball ever, up their nose. Hey, you ever go in the um you ever go in the bar that you see somebody in there like right in front of you? Like, <laughs> like you don't see it. No, I see my friends do that. They do it right in front of me, man. My boy had a big ass ball in his nose, man. I said, yo, man, you got a big ass, you got a big ass coke ball in your nose, man. I mean, it's crazy how they sniff that stuff, man. They sniff it, the eyes get all big too, man. The eyes be big as hell when they sniff it. And then they start doing crazy stuff. I had a friend of mine, man. He started sniffing coke. And then all of uh, years later, he, he was like bisexual, man. Whoa. You know, he, yeah, it was crazy, man. I think coke, it just do something to you, man. He, he started, you know, getting like freaky and, and doing bisexual stuff, man. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, was that, you know, how, I mean, because I never, I didn't, I just really started watching The Wire like recently, you know. Um, Tell me about that character that he was playing. Like you said, he was gay. Did it, did it transition to that, or did he always was he always like that? Well, this is the thing. In the movie, he was a bad he was a badass and a tough guy, and he was gay. That's what made his character so interesting. That's why a lot of people liked him because he was a badass and he was he was the toughest. But he was mm. gay. You know what I mean? So that's different. You don't find any gangster gay cats. Mm. You know what I mean? And then. He he just had a lot of heart, man. He 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 didn't let nobody punk him. He's willing to challenge anybody. You know what I mean? That's why when he got killed, everybody was like, "Oh man," because he he's what pretty much made you know most of the movie. You know, people like to see Omar. You know, he was captivating. I you know what I mean? Watched, he was about he was about that life. I watched and that, that strife. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a whole fact. Um, I watched. Uh, I remember I watched uh, when Idris what's his name Idris Albra, that his name. The uh the European dude, I didn't even know he was from another country. The black guy, he he got killed on there. Um, I remember watching that. That was a big deal because everybody was sad when he got killed off that show. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, I'm not. I just start watching it again. Obviously, it's funny when someone passes away. It's not funny, but uh, it's ironic when, when someone passes away. We we look at their body of work now. You know what I mean? Did, did, I, did that Muslim kill him? The Muslim dude or something? Another dude? Yeah. Yep. 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 In that yeah, building. Yeah. Yeah. That was sad, man, because he was one of the pit gates. Yeah. 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 That wasn't oh, supposed so. to happen in our ass. We was like, hold up, you gonna kill him? He got caught <laughs> slipping. Mm. He's like, oh, get on with it. I was like, well, damn, man. He yeah, got he, caught he slipping, out. homie. Right he up. went out like a G. He sure he had no choice. They chased his ass. He ran up the steps. Yep. I'm like, damn, dude, you don't got no security or something, man? They, they caught him slipping like he wasn't nobody. You know you done when you go up the steps, man. <laughs> yeah, you're going up. Plus, going down, man. He was, he was running up. They was just like, well, you know, just taking their time a little bit. But you know, he tried to go, he tried to go in the business. He wanted to be legit. This homeboy was like, man, forget that business. Mm-hmm. We straight slinging rocks. <laughs> hey, he wanted to get out, you know, he wanted to kind of get out of it, but you know, he got played, he kept getting played. Politics is planning. You gotta feed the faucet. Dude was just taking his money, tricking him. <laughs> Yo, speaking of, speaking oh, of that, did, did you see him in um trapped in a closet? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I remember that man. That was played that, the, yeah. He played the cop, I think, in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing a cop. <laughs> he don't even fit that criteria. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we all enjoyed it though, man. I, I like dude though. I did like. I liked him in. Uh, he had a little brief cameo in. Um, what's that movie? Um, I think. I think I love my wife. You watched that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, when, um, yeah. When Chris Rock was uh, simping. Yeah, yeah. He was sure was simping. And he went, to, uh, he went to DC with that with uh, his uh, Carrie Washington. And yeah. then, um, she ain't telling him he had a she had a boyfriend or something, and and he was like, "You ain't going nowhere." And he beat up uh, Chris Rock. In there. <laughs> I mean, Chris Rock messed around. He should have smashed it. He should smash it and keep it moving, man. If you're gonna do all that, but you know, he cheated on his he wife. Was, he, he wasn't in the game though. You know, what I'm saying he didn't know what he was. Yeah, doing. yeah. But when he got in the game, he was all happy. She 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 lit his flame. He was all he started getting all you know. Seven one on one. Pay attention. Yeah, he lit, lit, lit his flame, boy. He started getting all geeked and pumped up. He ain't, never, he ain't felt like that in a while. His <laughs> wife didn't make him feel like that no more. He met some new meat. When you meet some new meat, you start getting all happy and static. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, do, do you, um, do you, um, Marco, Marloco, do you uh, keep up with um, Tasha K by any chance? You know who she is? Blogger? Tasha K. No, unfortunately, I don't. My time is okay. limited. Oh, no problem, no problem, man. I'm gonna um I'm gonna get Swanee on while while you're on there. Um, you got a little time to hang out, or you just you gotta go? Oh, I'll let you know, man. I'm about to go to shower. I've been sitting there for a while trying to be patient to get on your shower. You oh, no, that's cool, more. man. If you if you gotta go, and, uh, man, that's cool. But I pre- we re- definitely yeah. appreciate you, man. That's all good, man. Thank you for having me on, man. No oh, doubt, yeah, it's been definitely. a pleasure. Definitely, like I said, subscribe to uh, Marloco's channel on YouTube. He got no the doubt. great content, and yeah. uh, we re- we appreciate you. All right. From Marlon Avant, fire content. No doubt. <laughs> One. Right, let's get us funny on there. Got him. You got him. Yo, Swanee, you there? What's going on, fellas? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you good. Okay. Um, Avatar. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm driving right now. Okay. Oh, that's all good. Man, um, what you want to um, what you want to talk about? Man, hey, listen, when more locals on the show, he always bringing that fire. That's a, that's a whole fact. He, he like he like he like the he like showing up. You know what I mean when he step on the scene. 
man, I be I, I listen to him, man. When I when I feel like want to work uh working out, man, I play that stuff. He be like, get up and do something. Get, take that ring out your mouth. Hey, when he when he screamed at you, be like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Damn, I, I, I better listen to more loco. <laughs> that's my man. Death plates. I was like, man, let me stop that. Yeah, man, he, he gets you thinking, man. Sure, he's like, I don't want to go to y'all theater, bro. What? <laughs> Man, yeah. So, what you what you want to uh, touch on? Nah, just I want to touch on um, uh, my man Michael K. Man, uh, Omar, mm. better known as Omar, man, because I, I watched all five seasons of Wired, man. I was into it like that. Um, but just to see him, you know, pass away like that, and like the first day, they said, "Oh, yeah, it's a drug overdose." I mean, this is all allegedly. Don't nobody know if he had drugs in the system or not. That takes six weeks. You know what I mean? The toxicology reports take six weeks. Um, so we don't know if it was if it was drug later or not. Um, I think I think it was a hit, honestly. Why why do you think that? Because, because man, just you just you just don't go like that. He he was scheduled to speak at a at a, at a event, I believe, that on Saturday, and all of a sudden he didn't show up. You know what I mean? So. And just like the same thing with Whitney Houston. She was she was scheduled to, to be at the Grammys, man, and all she didn't come out of the room. She was in a tub. Now I don't know who's lacing this stuff or if she even did drugs. Um, but somehow you just I don't I, I just that's just suspicious to me. I guess hopefully they do the autopsy, man. Um and they don't lie on that either, but um so do you deny that he had a, a drug problem? I don't know. I, I have not heard anything about him having a drug problem until he passed away. So this is my first time even hearing it yeah. um, that he had a drug issue. You know, because he he just did he just did an interview and he was talking about people not being on drugs. So when he said that, I'm like, okay. And he died of a drug overdose. I'm like, okay. Um, he was telling this to the cameras, and now he died of a drug overdose. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's just suspicious. So, so you say you because I, I haven't watched you know the whole wire. I'm actually start watching it now. Um, can you tell us about his character? Oh, yeah, man. His, his character was, was basically he robbed all the drug dealers, everybody that had money, he just robbed them, and it really wasn't even about the money. He just liked doing it because you know these drug dealers was just this out there just doing whatever, and they didn't respect him until he came with that gun and that shotgun. He used to come through the neighborhood whistling. Uh, it was the funniest stuff. Every time you heard that whistle, you knew Omar was coming. Mm. And um, so it was just, it was just, it was just crazy. Um, yeah, there it is, little whistle. <laughs> But um, yeah, he came through, man. Uh, and yeah, his character—he had a, his character was uh, he was he was a robber, plus he was gay too. Um, so with those two combined, it, it made the, it made his character unique, man, uh, because they were robbed together. And um, it's just man—he was the dopest person on the show, man. And he got shot and killed by a little dude. By who? By a little dude. He had to be like. A teenager or something. Man, so who was uh, Michael B. Jordan on the show? I know he's like young now. Michael B. Jordan. Um, Wallace. Do you remember, on that show? 
Yeah, he was on there. I'm trying to think what character he was. Uh, I I think I watched the one episode. He was like a kid though. He was he was young. But um, it was yeah. a dope show, man. I don't know all the care. I didn't I didn't I didn't, I didn't even know the names. I didn't know Michael B. Jordan. I didn't know his name until really a few years ago when I seen his face and I said, oh okay, that's Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I, I I be seeing I be watching movies like oh, I don't be knowing their names. So yeah, somebody, me too. I'm like that too. Yeah, man. You you watch him in anything else, or you watch any uh any other movies? I uh, what what? No minute. Mm-hmm. This is one movie. Um, I can't think of the name. Um, uh, but it was it was it was um something about back in the day. It was um. Heck's name was that movie? It was an old movie. But there was a, there was a female singer back in the day, and uh, he played as one of the um, like a baby dad almost. I can't think of the show's name though. He played in a lot of movies though, man. Yeah, that's that's a it's a sad sad thing, man. He's only in his fifties, man. Like uh, yeah, fifty four years old. Yeah. Like DMX and uh, what's the guy from Houdini? A lot, of, a lot of people down at an early age that's uh, su- successful and black man. Um, what was I going to ask you? Uh, give me one second here. Yeah, did you listen to that Kanye album? Man, I listened to a couple of tracks, man, and and I cut it off, man. <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> what did I tell you? Now I, I listened to the the rest of it. Uh, but he he got one decent song. I can't think of the name of it. I listened to that, maybe one other track. I said, you know what, I, I'm done. I'm listening to this Drake album. See how that is. Drake album. Drake Drake's album was R&B album, pretty much. He had he had a couple good songs on there, but <laughs> it's just crazy, man. Um, <laughs> like, see, we ain't saying nothing, but we was arguing about this on the phone, man. He's t- he was he was. Go ahead and tell them what the people what you were saying about this Kanye album, man. Well, look, I'm not saying it's the greatest, but it's polarizing. There's some people that hate it, and there's no some... you. We talk about you. Don't go there. To this generalization that you do. Go ahead, man. You. I mean, you I like it. I like the um, jail song. I, I just like the Hulk. Somebody going to jail tonight. Y'all going to pay my bail tonight, but um. What you going through, man? Why, why you? Why does that resonate with you? I don't know. I don't know. But um, listen, may, maybe this album got to grow on us. Man, look, I I only could do three songs minimum a day, man. It's 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 really bad. I never had to do that with with Kanye, man. My son loves it, though. Oh, My son loves it. I'm like, man, he got you. You in the cold. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. About. Oh but, um, yeah, what you think of Drake's record? R and B. Only only song I liked was uh Jay Z on it, and that's I did that's the only part I liked that Jay Z uh verse. Yeah, um, it, it's uh redundant. It sounded like his other projects. Um, I wasn't I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Uh, right now I still like Nas's album. Um, I like Busta Rhymes' album. Uh, J Cole got an okay album. Um, but I, I just was not impressed with that uh, Donda man. He, you had yeah. all this time to do it. Now I did like the, the song that got leaked with um Andre three thousand man because Andre's my favorite rapper of all times. Give some respect on his name. 
definitely a dope lyricist. Ah oh, man, I, I loved it, man. That that I, I'm surprised that song wasn't on the album. I don't I don't know why, but yeah, but uh to piggyback on what you were saying, Swanee. Um, I want to ask this question as well. Uh, why are so many talented black men dying so soon? I, I don't know. That's, that's 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 a tough question. That's a great question too, but it's tough um, because you got to think of the different lifestyles. You know, when we think about celebrities, um, celebrities have this lifestyle um, that they're always around other people. So it almost seems like they got to try to impress other people every single day. Um, and I think that's the part of it that kind of takes them away from their true selves and their humble, uh, the, they need to humble themselves because they too cut up in the limelight. Um, and for celebrities, they gotta, they gotta play that character each and every day for them, for themselves and for everybody else around them. Um, so they're always gonna get caught up in the drugs and the life uh, of alcohol and the life of being a player the life of doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and so that's why I think that's part of the reason why um, that is. But when you think of like somebody like Denzel Washington, you don't hear about Denzel Washington being in the club or, or smoking or drinking or any of that. You know what I mean? Denzel Washington is a, is a straight up guy. You know what I mean? So he t- he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a husband um, and, you know, he's a motivational speaker at times. Um, but yeah, you know, he played in a thousand movies, but you don't hear his name up in it. But when we hear about these other guys, man, that's wrapped up in these drugs, um, now laced with fentanyl and all this other stuff, man. Uh, we had a close friend of ours that 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 passed away a couple years ago um, to that. You know what I mean? And um, I, I don't know, man. It, these drugs are just killing people. But at the same time, so these big pharmaceutical companies, all these different medications out there, man, that's killing people. Um, and that's the real problem. People have been dying for years from drugs and chemotherapy and 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 and, and different kind of drugs that uh, they haven't even tested on on on, on rats. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's a mixture of everything. And then we got the gun violence um, in our streets still. Where are these where are these guns coming from? You know what I mean? All these AKs, these Russian AKs, where are they coming from? Um, so I, I, I don't know. It's a mixture of a whole bunch of stuff, man. As the people, we need to find ourselves again and um, just get back to that moral standing. It starts in the household. Like, Ron, you always say it starts in the household. I agree with you. I, I agree with that. The only thing I would push back on is about the gun violence. Um, it, it don't matter how many guns you put in, you know, like let's say like the Mexicans, right? If you put a bunch of guns um, in their in their neighborhoods, they're not going to turn on each other. They're going to start, you know, um, they might join MS-13 or, you know, something like that. So why do you think that the black people always say this about the guns being put in the neighborhoods when we don't have to use them on each other? I agree. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good point. And I believe it's, it's due to us not knowing ourselves as a people. Um, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this, our school systems is dumbing our people down. They're not being taught anything about themselves and about their history and how great it was just here in America. So when we're out on the street, we think, you know what I mean, the OGs, you know what I mean, who's now um, mainly all dead or in jail still, 
Um, we ain't got them no more. So when you think about they raising themselves, you know, or some of our dads are still in jail from Joe Biden crime bill. Um, and then we've, we've been miseducated uh, on top of that. So we out here ignorant. Uh, so another ethnic group, you know, it, to them, they always been a tight knit community from the very beginning. Um, so if you give them a whole bunch of guns, they're, they're going to uprise and, and maybe take over their oppressors. We can't do that because we don't know ourselves enough to understand who we are as a people. And if we did that without the guns involved, then we could be the most powerful people on the planet Earth right now. Um, but we don't think that way because uh, we're not educating ourselves and we've been miseducated in the school system. I have to push back on uh, what Will said, talking about Mexicans don't shoot each other. That's why they are coming over the border right now. That cartel is knocking them off. I don't know why you use that as an analogy. I'm talking about over here. You know, um, well, hold on, hold on. Maybe in jail. In jail, they're together. But out in them streets, they shooting each other. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Womp womp. Uh, I'm, I'm just going on to the CDC website so I can give you the um, stats right now. You believe the CDC? You just bashed them last <laughs> week. <laughs> Don't go on the CDC wheel, man. Forget the CDC. Sorry, didn't, sorry, didn't he bash them last week? Now he's not a credible uh, source. Uh, hey, hey, listen. Hey, Will, listen to the whole Kanye album. That's why, man. That's what he's going back to He like it. That's not, we can't go. You hey, lost your credibility. No, no, no. Just because I'm, I'm nah, No, nah, my brother Will. No, nah, I'm just joking. I like I'm just serious. Go ahead. What the heck of a ride on that album, but. It's not as bad as you make it seem. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got you got to get this. You listen to uh, Funky Cone Medina when you're taking showers, don't you? Funky Cone. <laughs> Tongue look. <laughs> what you going to say? Uh, what about some CDC records? Where, where'd you pull them up? Well, well, it's saying that... Um, I see something saying that um, family violence is lower, but um, let me see. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have to get on that later, but from what I see, yeah, there there is, um, you know, harm that happens against each other, but it's not at the same rate. You need and, to go to the FBI statistics on that because they have accurate statistics on that. What I will say when we talk about the uh, shootings, um, according to FBI statistics, um, you know, African Americans are shooting, doing the most killing here, like Tupac said. Well, last year, uh, whites had more killings last year, but uh, you, typically it's always black people with 13%. So, mm. so but we'll see what happens because they're coming over here now. Those numbers are going to change. The Mexican, <laughs> they over here now. Here we go, right here. The leading cause of uh, leading causes of death for Hispanics. Okay, number one is heart disease. Two, cancer. Three, unintentional injuries. Four, stroke. Diabetes. Chronic liver. Suicide. That's all that. That's all that rice they eat, man. Mm. 
on a, on a burrito. You don't need to put rice on that thing. Yeah. Suicide, <laughs> chronic lower respiratory diseases. You don't get to homicide until number nine, which is 2.6%. That's just because they party hard. They, they Before they get mad, they, they, they're like, I'm going to kill. They, 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 their, their stuff is clogged. They wanted to kill the person. They just died from a heart attack first. You might, I mean, that, this is kind of center. Yeah, they're dying off of health stuff. But um, here, here's the thing. If you if you look at the same thing for um, African-Americans, give me one second. Now, this is strictly gun violence? These are just the leading causes of death. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. For you you gonna see heart disease? Are you saying in America? Because I'm pretty sure in, um, in Mexico it's it's gun violence. Right. I'm I'm just talking about in America. Um, number one is definitely heart disease, cancer, injuries, homicide. Now, for what I know is for um, both of them. Like if you look at the young people, like that are under 44 years of age. Um, number one for um, black people is um, homicide. Whereas, um, let me see, go back to the Hispanic. Now, I, I'm going to throw something out there. Do they have a vaccine for, for homicide? Marriage. <laughs> do they have a, do they have that a bring, vaccine? That, bring, that brings homicide too. Do they have a vaccine for heart disease? That brings suicide, not homicide. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, see, people don't talk about those issues, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, we we definitely gotta you know um look at these different things for for the young Hispanic ones. The number one cause is um for young ones is injuries, um unintentional injuries. Yeah, yeah, but okay, um, so. Um, like far as like the topic does, we kind of get off topic. Uh, why do you think talented black men are dying so soon? Because like what we see, you know, like uh, I think uh, Swanee brought it to attention. Um, uh, a lot of these rappers, I don't, I don't know the guy from from um the Hill District. He was about to pop off, and he died from. Well, was that that was gun violence, right? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of them were dying from um drug overdoses. Now, um, so what's your opinion about that? The talented, the, the famous people, not the, the average Joe. Will? I believe they're setting, I, be, I believe they're being set up. Oh, they're definitely being set up. I know um, Pop Smoke, he got killed in um, Airbnb. And then that one rapper, um, something Mo, I can't remember, Mo 3, he got set up by female. Yeah, Mo3. Yeah, Mo3, yeah, he got set up by some female. Um, yeah. Now, are we talking about in regards to just overall or just the drugs? Overall. The lifestyle, you know, all that. I mean, overall, I mean, we, there's a certain type of culture where, um, you know, if if you're talking about black men, right, you know, we're taught that riches are by what you can show, you know, others, Mm -hmm. other cultures, riches, they want to hide it. You know, they want to, um, you know, drive 
regular cars and had their money in expensive rugs. So, you know, somebody said so IRS don't come after it or something like that. And, um, you know, those are things that we can change definitely. But, um, you know, all this stuff right now where we're taught that we have to display everything where, um, you know, we have to keep up with the Joneses. We have to, you know, put someone down over whether they're displaying these things outwardly or not. We got to do away with that part of the culture. Okay, so Prince died early. Whitney died early. Michael died early. Um, the dude that sang uh, Computer Love died early. Uh, they're not part of the culture. They're black, right? Yeah. Well, okay. But but uh, it, it all goes to what you're what makes you happy. So, what, from what I was talking about, this is stuff that makes people happy. The the drugs, unfortunately, and I know there's debate. You know, some people believe that um, Michael was set up. Um, some people believe that um, Prince was set up, and and so on. But overall, these drugs, they're self-medicating because it's what they feel makes them happy. That's, that's what it is at the end of the day. But it's America, right? Shouldn't you do stuff that makes you happy? That's, that's what you know. The, um, everybody fought for, to, to do something that makes you happy, right? You can, but you got to deal with the consequence. I mean, you know, you could, you could happily... Going ride one of them little orange scooters in Pittsburgh um, on the parkway, but you'll have to deal with the consequences once one of them cars creep behind you. Um, okay, uh, real quick, I don't know how long you got, but uh, I want to ask, I'm gonna play this video real quick, Swanee, and what we're gonna kind of talk about it. Yep. Um, now you know, uh, comedian Pierre, familiar with Pierre. He was in um, yeah. how, to, how to be a player. Yeah. Basically, he said the, va um, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated should be segregated. And I'm gonna play a quick video of what when he said this, and I just want to get your opinion on it. And I'm yours as well, Will. All right. So this is probably the first time you saw it too. All right. Um, one moment. Pull it up right here. That does not exclude you from getting the disease, but it does improve your chance that he had contracted the virus despite being fully vaccinated. Now, the CDC has made it known that if you've received your vaccine, that does not exclude you from getting the disease, but it does improve your chances if you are infected. Pierre received tons of support from his viral video with several other comedians like D.L. Hughesley reposting his message. Some would take issue with Pierre for suggesting that vaccinated people and unvaccinated people should be segregated. Today on the show, we have our comedy hype analyst, Capone, Vanessa Fraction, and Pierre on the show to talk about Pierre's experience. But first, let's take a look at this clip. I'm going to take this time talking about this COVID thing, man, which I think is getting out of hand. Just to let you know, I am vaccinated. I've been vaccinated since April, fully vaccinated since April. COVID. I've been on the low. I didn't want anybody to know about it. Yeah, it was bad. I have underlying conditions. I have diabetes and one kidney. But I also knew that getting a shot didn't mean necessarily I was never going to get COVID. I'll be honest, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as I got. When I got it, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but it was. But it wasn't bad enough to be on a ventilator. And it's not bad enough to be dead right now. 
So I'm going to chalk it up that the vaccine helped me save my life or helped save my life. I think we should separate ourselves in the living of this world. We should separate ourselves. If you don't want to take COVID, you don't want to take a vaccine, that's fine. But I don't think you should mingle with people who want to take, who took the, the test. Now, as I mentioned, there were some people that are, you know, on both sides, but I think the consensus is we're glad to see, Pierre, that you're doing well and you're able to make it through that. So thank you for that. Capone, I want to come to you first. After seeing that video, what's your, what's your reaction to that? Pierre is very, very, uh, I, I empathize with some of the shit that he did say about having a kidney and being diabetic. But the separation shit was totally stupid. That's number one. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just being real. Um, the thing that he said that kills me about people is how quick we forget about God. You are sitting here talking about a vaccine saved you. If God wanted you dead, there ain't nothing in this world that can save you. You didn't give thanks to God that I'm here. You didn't give be uh, grateful to nothing but a vaccine. And you're trying to convince people to take the vaccine or stay the away from each other. That is white people supremacy talk. White people talk that way. And they've been talking that way for years. And if I've never looked at you as a white racist, I look at you as a white racist right now because you didn't even say not even a white name. You gave the pookies, you gave the, the tire man that's a black man, and everything that you could possibly do to degrade a black man, you did it. And you said it. And everybody heard it. And the fact that you're half white and half black, your white side took all over you just now. I definitely appreciate your feedback. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Give me one yeah. second. I, I got to pause it. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get into this real quick. Man, listen, I, I agree. I agree with him. What, what was his name? Last, last speaker? Oh, I don't, I didn't get his name. But he's a comedian. Or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I agree 100% of what he said. Um, it, it's, again, that's, that's a problem. When you talk about, it's one thing to talk about whether or not somebody should be vaccinated or unvaccinated. Um, that's one conversation. Um, but when you talk about separation of people, you're talking about division um, of, of people, um, which we had a problem with this whole time in this country. Um, now the fact that you're taking this vaccine and like my man Capone said, you ain't thinking God, you're thinking this, va you, you thinking this vaccine for, for saving you. God gave you life. God gave you breath, uh, for you to even breathe. You know what I mean? And you praising a vaccine that was created in the lab, um, that actually killed people at the same time as those who were unvaccinated. Um, so I don't know if he knows all his research. He didn't study his, uh, the, the, the research that's out there uh, from doctors like Dr. Malone and other people out there that's been involved in this for 50 years or so. Um, so for him to say that, man, it, it, it's just terrible. It makes him look bad. And uh, he's going to have to hold that one on his own. He's going to have to be accountable for his words. Um, and what Capone said in, in, in response to it was perfectly said. Well, what's your thoughts on that? I thought I thought it was good that he didn't hold back on. It. He just said like what you're saying is plain stupid. I mean, it, it really is, and, and we've gotten to this place of just stupidity. And um, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what he's saying. Um, a lot of these talking points are usually white liberal 
talking points that get passed on and disseminated through, you know, other groups, whether it's black people or whomever. But um, we're, we're at a point where we're, we're saying that we want to segregate people based off of what they decide to put into their body. Man, come, come on, dog. Ain't that what the, um, the <laughs> little boy Come on, there. man. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. But, but, um, you can't, you can't do that. They don't do that with anything else. They don't do that. I hate being around a smoker, you know, but, and, and I, and I used to joke and say, um, like, man, they need to keep little fishbowl or space helmets over their head whenever they, um, smoke but i don't really mean that i mean they you, you can't do that you can't segregate and say all right all the smokers gotta live over there and all the fat people y'all over there i'm um, causing the health insurance to go up y'all y'all gotta go live over there and um all the people on um, with the stds y'all y'all gotta go live over there you you can't do that we're all people we only have one earth um you know one one society we got to function on what's really the truth. And the truth is, is that we need to all focus on our health. But no one wants to talk about that. We need to get healthy and stay healthy. That's where the segregation needs to be. We need to segregate these um, bad foods out. How about that? Oh, perfect. <laughs> keep going, man. You, you're on the roll, man. Go. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, Will. That was perfect, man. Uh, man, you know, I, I, I can get started on this, man. You know, we we basically in the land of, um, you know, milk and honey and people over here complaining because, um, you know, some some people um, have the the vaccine or I mean, this ain't the real land. The, the real land of milk and honey is it, coming. But, you know, they they're associating unvaccinated with sick, which is mm-hmm. Because people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated, they're both getting sick at the same rate. And then we're starting to see the research to come out that it's possible that the because the vaccine is not a fully functioning vaccine that's um, allowing the host to live, this is probably where these mutations are coming from. You know? That's right. All right. So check this out. Um, I don't know how long you got. I want to... Uh... Hold on, give me one second. I, I don't want to uh, hold you up, Swanee. You, you got a little time or you good? Yeah, what, you about, to, you about to say something? I'm about to play another video real quick. You know, okay. About it. Um, you got time or not, but. Yep. Uh, one second. Let's get into this, man. Um, here we go. Make sure I get the audio right. days since this virus emerged and like a sucker punch knocked out all our lives. It's been a horrid time. We've been through a lot. Our lives have changed. But one question, one frustrating question has not changed. Where did it come from? What's the source of the virus? Bats? Minks? Pangolins? Frozen meat? A wet market? A bio lab? Or is it just some sort of divine punishment? We still don't know. 18 months, 3.7 million deaths, and all we have are claims, counterclaims, conjecture, and theories. 
One of them is gaining steam, by the way, the lab leak theory. It was initially dismissed as nonsense. We started reporting it from the 4th of February, 2020. And since then, we've broadcast more than 100 reports on this. Our reports were dismissed as conspiracy theories. Our interviews were labeled fake news. We faced warnings, bans, and boycotts. China blocked our broadcasts, but we stood by our stories. We stand by them because journalism is not just about stating what's obvious. It's about reading between the lines, joining the dots, raising uncomfortable questions, and putting facts over political convenience. So we kept asking the question on the origin of the virus and a potential link to the lab. And now all of a sudden, everyone is talking about the lab theory. Why now? Do we have more evidence now? Were we distracted by the mess created by China, or were we just waiting for Donald Trump to go? It's important to ask these questions because if we are really victims of an unethical lab experiment or some sort of a bio war, we must ask, what took us so long to realize this? Hello and welcome to Gravitas Plus. I'm Palki Sharma Upadhyay. U.S. President Joe Biden has a newfound interest in an old theory, the same theory that his party once dismissed. Now they say a lab leak could be a possibility and the entire world is taking it seriously. On the 14th of May, a group of 18 American scientists published a letter in the journal Science. They said a new investigation is needed because the theories of an accidental lab release and a <coughs> spillover still remain viable. Then on May 26th, Joe Biden tasked the U.S. intelligence community to take things forward and trace the source. Was it an infected animal or a lab accident? The White House statement said they did not have sufficient evidence to assess. So what do we know about the lab theory? We know there's a lab in China, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's a high security biosafety lab run by the state-owned Chinese Academy of Sciences. This lab is the largest virus bank in Asia. It has at least 1,500 strains of deadly viruses. This is where it's located, just five and a half kilometers away from the Huanan Seafood Market, which was identified as ground zero for the Wuhan virus. Now, this lab has a long history of shady experiments. In 2005, it published a research on the origin of SARS coronavirus, the one that causes SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome. The paper said that China's horseshoe bats were natural reservoirs of this virus. They began sampling these bats across China. In 2012, the lab received samples from an abandoned mine deep in China's southwest Yunnan province, where miners shoveling bat feces had died of a mysterious pneumonia. The fecal swabs were studied. The virus discovered was named Rat G13. In 2014, America entered the picture. Scientists from the University of North Carolina collaborated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They were trying to artificially mutate. I'm gonna just get to this point when it gets to gain of when it catch up to our time. Gain of function is basically a field of research where dangerous variants and versions of a virus are created. What for? To predict emerging infectious diseases and to figure out ways to tackle them. So China and the US were doing this research together in 2014. America later suspended it, but unofficially, the U.S. kept paying the lab. How? The same year, 2014, America's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, headed by Dr. Anthony Fauci himself, awarded a $3.4 million grant. This was to a New York-based health firm called EcoHealth Alliance. This firm paid the Wuhan lab 
$598,500 over five years to study bat coronaviruses. Do you see the link? Was this American money used for gain-of-function research? The Republicans say it was. They point at an April 2020 email from this health firm's president, Peter Dazak, to Dr. Anthony Fauci. In this email, he thanks Fauci for rejecting the lab leak theory and for stating that scientific evidence supports a natural origin. Do not support sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute. We do not send money now to the to Wuhan do Virology Institute. If you think this is bizarre, wait till you hear more. In 2014, Barack Obama, the 44th president of the United States, warned that America must be ready because who knows if five years from now, a new virus like the Spanish flu pops up. Watch this. Why aren't you the landlord? Oh, man, it's hold on. You. Why it's getting good. Why are you the landlord? Every day you go to and from work. There may and likely will come a time in which we have both an airborne disease that is deadly. So that if and when a new strain of flu like the Spanish flu crops up five years from now or a decade from now, we've made the investment. What will you call it? Coincidence, farsightedness, or did America have an inkling of what was cooking in China? Wow. Obama <laughs> told everybody. <laughs> Man. Man. Barack Man. Obama. Man. Yes, he can. Yes, he can, huh? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> what you what you think, I will? I see your brain going. Um, I, I just started thinking about it. I was like, man, it, it, it's a setup. Been a setup all along, yeah, but how many virus? They said like fifteen hundred deadly viruses over there, and they're, they're making stuff stronger on purpose. And I mean, I believe that. I mean, allegedly, I believe it just came out the lab. I don't know if they meant to do it or not, but we, you know, that gain of uh, functions um, research, they were. Finding viruses from these bats since way back in what 2005 I said, and they're making it stronger. And yeah. So just 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 think about this real quick. Um, if you if you if you guys ever seen the Greek alphabet, you guys everybody heard of Delta, right? Right. Um, that's the Delta variant right now. Now there's a uh, it's something called Mu now. Mu is also a Greek letter okay uh why are they naming it after this after the greek alphabet mm. i don't know if anybody's paying attention to that but they're naming it after the greek alphabet it's like okay wh why are they doing this that that makes it that more suspicious <laughs> you know um that this has something to do with something um you know uh the, above our um i, I would say the elitist in this world, it got something to do with this. It ain't just the government of this world. I believe it's the superpowers of this world, man. That's that's creating these things, man, and causing you know mass hysteria, man. Hmm. Wow, man, it's deep. I don't know what to say. Um, but yeah, that's that's. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there. That information. Um, 
Yeah, man. Uh, I I don't know, but I, I I do. I will say this though. Uh, in Florida, you know, I enjoyed. I went to the game, uh, Florida State game, and I enjoyed it. It was a packed house, and you know, uh, it was kind of uh, dormancy, if you if you will. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, I seen it. I see. I seen the pictures and the videos, man. It was packed there. Man, it was sold out. Nobody had a mask. Probably like I ain't see. I ain't seen one mask. I tell you that I, t- I said it in the beginning though. I put my mask on when I was getting them tickets. It was like everybody around me. I was like, somebody got COVID up in here, man. But, <laughs> but, but that was just my insecurities. But it it was a good time, man. And um, yeah, yeah I think uh, you know, like what Pierre was saying because I watched the whole interview. But Pierre, it just sounds like he's just ignorant and just scared, you know, mm-hmm. because the the media, the mainstream media, scared everybody. And I was I was looking at this 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 uh, statistic. With uh, people who took COVID, and they were like bragging, like there's only one percent, um, you know, failure rate, pretty much a, a death rate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, this, the unvaccinated, the same way, it's one percent, ninety nine percent survival rate, you know. And what I found is because uh, there's there's starting to be a lot of lawsuits, you know, there was a lawsuit in uh, Detroit um, at a, a hospital because you know they're trying to get people to say if you don't take it by a certain time, you're fired. So a lot of people put lawsuits saying this is up against the Fourteenth Amendment, um, and they were saying, uh, "What did they say?" Oh, they were bringing up statistics, basically saying um, you're going against my religious rights or whatever the case may be, and a bodily harm. I think that's like Fourteenth Amendment. You can probably look it up, Will, if you got a second. But um, but I thought that was incredible that there people were fighting back, and then they had a statistic saying that. Um, Sixteen thousand people were uh, had a fatality for taking the um, the vaccine, and and forty thousand was um you know basically have a disability now. Yeah, but they're they're not putting it, those numbers out. You know what I mean? They they're trying to get everybody to take it. You you know who Pierre remind me of? Pierre remind me of that that group of our elders that grew up in the sixties. Just vote no matter what. Vote vote blue no matter who. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's saying in a political sense. Get yeah. the vaccine. I've been vaccinated. I got heart disease. I got diabetes. You should vote or you should get vaccinated. Without doing the research or understanding anything, just go get vaccinated. I ain't, like I said before, I ain't got nothing against vaccinations. But for, for him to come out like that ignorantly to say that and then talk about segregating, or dividing the people up, vaccinated here and unvaccinated over here, that makes no sense, man. He sounds just like some of the folks um, that I, 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 you know, that I debate with or have a great dialogue with uh, about the voting situation. Those are not great dialogues, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they come, I, I was in a few of them. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice man. about it. <laughs> they are ruthless. Like It's like uh, if you don't do what we do, then, then forget you and your mama. That's how they get down, man. But yeah, for real. It, it's crazy. Like, we, yes, we have it because we, you know, you can't bring, um, you know, uh, facts to a emotional fight, man. They, they don't care about facts at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm like, everything should be challenged with facts, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't go off of your emotions and how you feel. Have some facts to it. And what I, what I don't like, again, about politicians and certain um matter of fact um real quick the 
the government they gave uh, the people who make the vaccines the immunity, so you can't even sue them. Mm. Like, that's right. When you, when you take the vaccine, you sign it away, like something can happen to you, but you can't do anything about it. Pretty much. That's right. You know, so that's, right. that's the problem I have with the government is because they always giving these people immunity who mess up everything. I'm not saying you know Pfizer is messing up, but I'm saying in in history. When someone makes an idea that messes up the whole, uh, you know, a group of people, they never get punished for it. And that's the problem. That's right. like your, your career is never on the line. You know? Same thing with the insurance companies. Now, it, people who, who allegedly or supposedly die from the coronavirus, they can't even file a claim because insurance companies are saying, well, you took an experimental drug and we can't cover you. Right. Man, see, it's it's a shame, but people are not talking about that either. Um, although the FDA finally approved the Pfizer vaccine, you know, Pfizer is this big pharmaceutical company that got millions and billions of dollars, who pretty much um, who 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 sleeps with the FDA. A lot of people don't know the FDA is not only funded by the taxpayer; it's also funded by big pharmaceutical companies as well to push their drugs through to get them approved. And, and another thing is, uh, what I heard is, uh, why is not the uh, the vaccines not going into the poor countries because they don't have any money to pay them? That's right, like Venezuela. Right. You know, so it's all about money. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Totally agree. Uh, Will, you got any final thoughts on it? Uh, no, I was just going to say it's definitely a cash sheet. And um, someone had brought up an interesting thing. Um, I forgot who it was, but you know, there's all these different alternative medicines um, out there. Um, at one point, they were talking about the hydroxy um, stuff. Uh, you know, lately, they've been talking about the monoclonal antibodies and the, um, what's it called? Avermectin, if I'm saying it right. Yeah, but, no, I'm about. But the thing was, was that the reason why they're not actually pushing these things is because for there to be emergency authorization, for example, for the Pfizer thing, they have to show that there's not a a um, continuous treatment that's going on. So if the other stuff works, they have an incentive to not actually push it because they want to um, push the Pfizer thing where all the money's really wow. happening. Wow. Okay. Drop it back. Man. All right. Uh, probably going to wrap up now, but... Uh... You want to leave us with anything? Yeah, man. Um, you know, always appreciate uh, you guys uh, allowing me to come on and to share my thoughts and from my perspective on things. Um, because we all need to learn from one another. Now, we don't all have the answers, um, but we can learn from one another. Um, and that's the beauty about just having conversations uh, about the things that's going around uh, in this world, in our country, and in our households. Um, and there were communities as well. Um, so uh, I'm just appreciative to, to come on this platform to speak with you brothers about that. Um, and we, again, we all need to be aware of what's going on and, um, you know, just share our thoughts with others and, and just always bring some positive energy, man. We, we may not always agree on things, um, but it's always great for us to come together um, and brotherly love, man, like it's supposed to be. Um, and I'm just appreciative of that, uh, being on your show and just sharing my thoughts and perspective, man. You have a great show, um, you and Will, 
and I'm just proud to be part of it with you guys. And um, uh, guys, if anybody's out there, always, always tell you guys to subscribe, man, and share this and like this with everybody and share with everybody, um, with friends and family, um, because we talk about things that you're not going to see on mainstream, mainstream media. Um, we go in, we go hard. And uh, thanks to you guys, Ron and Will, for um, producing such a great show and platform for people to talk about some of the things that's not going to be heard um, or seen on mainstream media. Uh, so I'm appreciative uh, of being on your platform again, man. Love you guys, man. And, you know, tune in every Wednesday. TNG, TNJ Radio, man. I uh, love y'all guys, man. Appreciate it, man. Like you too, man. You, uh, you're giving us numbers, man. We appreciate that. Our, our subscribers is going up, man. Because it's Swanee on that front. As soon as Swanee, come on. For real. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. Appreciate it, man. I'll let you. All right. Man. <laughs> that was good, man. He, he always uh, giving us the facts, man. Coming from the car. I, li I like that, man, because like you said, we all have uh, different perspectives, but at the same time, we're, um, you know, we're learning from each other, and also, like you said, we're um, having a good dialogue, you know, even if we disagree, and that's how, that's what we need more of, because right now, if, if you disagree, if someone disagrees with you right now, they come after you, like, they, you know, like, you're the worst person ever, I don't want to be around you, so this is showing, um, you know, a good way of getting the message out there, and just having a healthy conversation as men right and especially as men um you know we we have to be able to have the conversation otherwise that's where a lot of you know those statistics talking about stress and heart disease and all those things mm -hmm. keep all that stuff inside then um we killing ourselves and if we um don't handle it right then we can um find ourselves angry at someone else so why not actually take some time have a conversation, get your disagreements in, get your agreements in, and, you know, just go on. Because right. at the end of the day, um, like, I I might have my mind changed on to something that's um, more productive. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. All right, man, we're going to leave it there, man. I think it was a hot show today, man. So um, if you're on here, definitely subscribe, like, share, and um, hit that notification bell. All right. All right, guys. Peace.